How's it going? Yo. Yeah. <laughs> I want to like know if you could do the whole show where you're just going, yo, no, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, good. How are you doing? Eh, I've been better. I've been worse. But at least we're going to watch some wrestling, so that's good. Oh, uh, yeah. And hey, everybody else. Welcome to Chaos Everywhere. A very special episode for myself. Um, I am Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there. I had a funny thing I was going to say, but I forgot what it was. So that's Mr. Artie Vice. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it. Yeah. Um, uh, what I was going to say was my life's mission is to get you to have a grudge match um, in a ring somewhere against Jim Cornette. Uh, just, I'm going to put this right out there. He said, and I quote, Logan Paul is already at, at basics better than 90% of the AEW roster. So, there you him. go. I hate him so much. <laughs> oh, like so much confidence. Blood like, is not... boiling. Well, let's. Uh, 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 <laughs> oh man, when I read that, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like the hatred, I could feel it. Like, I don't even... get me wrong. Logan Paul did fu- like has been doing very well. Right. Like, far better than I ever expected him to. I expected him to take it as a joke, like, do, like, a one-off thing for popularity. Right. And he has clearly shown that he is into this. Because he is, based on how good he has done, he has clearly been training his butt off. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, kudos to him. He has been really, really good. Right. That being said, Cornette can suck a chode. Yeah, 90% of the AEW. Like, he didn't say, like, better than overall. He said, had the basics down better than 90%. I'm like, what the fuck are you even talking? The man's had three matches. Fuck the fuck off. Like, like saying that about anybody that's been on the AEW roster because it's three years old now is such a dick move for no reason. But yeah, he's an that, asshole. Yeah, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about a special moment in my life. Yeah, you can talk um, we are watching WCW from June 11th, 1998. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple reasons why we're doing this. Uh, as I think I mentioned when we started this program, back when we were doing the Nitros before we just did pay-per-view comparisons, that I will watch WCW, and my goal is to eventually watch everything, watch every Thunder, Nitro, and pay-per-view. Yeah, uh, for like crazy. the last. Yeah, like the last few years, since the, I think since the pandemic, I kind of stepped away from it. But I remembered where I was, and I just started watching the Nitro before this episode. And that was where I left off. And I realized this Thunder, that is the go-home Thunder before Super Brawl, I want to say, um, is the first ever wrestling event I saw live as a 10-year-old child. And I have not seen it since. So when I realized that, I thought, instead of putting up and making TikToks about it, which is what I was going to do. Um, how about we do a whole episode about it where I watched this for the first time since I was 10 years old. Bro, you didn't so, see your first wrestling match live until you were 10? 
my family was very poor and it was an hour away. Fuck off. We did Bro. <laughs> I don't mean uh, to brag, but I saw Breath of Hitman Heart fight a Frenchman when I was like four. PCL when you were like four? Uh, no, nah, it was... I, I still forget the guy's name. We've gone over this before. No, it is PCL though. Like that's, Was it that's, PCL? Yeah, because he had yeah Pierre Lafont or whatever it was called. Yeah, he had yeah that that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't mean to brag, but I watched Brett the Hitman Hart go one on one with a future ROH world champion. I mean, that is true. I don't remember exactly what's on this show, but I do know the Giant is going to be teaming with the Disciple, aka Bruce the Bar Beefcake, versus <laughs> Lex Luger and Randy Savage. Oh so, snap. Um, yeah, we'll get into what little memories I actually have of this show because I really don't remember a lot. No, um, I mean, you were but, 10. Like... Yeah, I feel like I wish it, it stuck in my head better. But um, mm. also, only WCW show I ever saw because by the time I had my own money to go to shows, they were long dead. Oh, so, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so this was the only one I ever got to see. So I'm up at zero. Are you good to go? Oh, yeah. No. All right, we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. Yeah. And I'm going to, yes, it actually played. Yay. Music. Welcome to Hollywood. Population. I didn't read it. <laughs> One thing I did get to see, because um, I watched the Nitro, is this is the episode that had the last match in the best of seven series between Chris Benoit and Booker T to see who would fight Fit Finley at the pay-per-view for the oh. TV title. Oh, shit. Yeah. That must I did not. Yeah. I think, honestly, um, it's the one match I have a memory of, but it's for a different reason. I don't remember seeing it live, but I'll talk about that when we get to it. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, there's not a seat to be had found in Western New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Buffalo. Also, we would have been, if I'm remembering correctly, we would have been actually right behind where that camera was. We were on the third level, like almost as high as you could go. Uh, directly opposite the stage. So I don't think you're going to get a good shot of the section I was in in any way, shape, or form. But that's Man, where I'm not I going to see baby Ian. <laughs> baby who now? Come on, let's do kayfabe. <laughs> What's a fabe? I don't know. It's dead anyway. Haven't you listened to Jim Cornette? Yeah. Oh, I try not to. All right, we're right. Buffalo, uh, New York. Man, I heard their wings are amazing. They're pretty good, I have to say. Uh, yeah, they're pretty great. Oh my god, I just realized yeah, this means I have been the same, technically as Eric Bischoff. Really? And Bobby Heenan. Like, and Lee Marshall. Let's go. I don't know who the fuck cares about Lee Marshall. But... I fucking care about Lee Marshall. Let's go, Lee Marshall. Uh, although that does mean I can't technically put those things on my bucket list because I've already done them. So... Look at me checking stuff off and making it okay for me to die later. I want to see a live event with Lee Marshall. Done. The appearance of That's what Dennis you were talking Rod- about, I'm assuming, right? Yes, obviously. I was actually trying to figure out what the hell they were talking about. But yes, Lee Marshall is yeah. definitely what I need to do. That's what I figured. I wonder what Lee Marshall is actually up to. Well, one thing I could probably almost guarantee is that Hulk Hogan did not make the trip to Buffalo. <laughs> what? No, you liar. And definitely Dennis Rodman also did not make the trip to Buffalo. What? No. Oh, yeah. 
So that's what happened. Um, okay, so the big thing is we're right in the beginning, as you can see, of the wolf yeah. pack. Um, DDP at the very end of the last Nitro came out and was like maybe going to join, but then Hogan and Robin start beating him with a chair. And that's how they went off the air. So We also got to hear Sting speak for the first time in two years, which I'm sure back then was weird, but now it's like, no, that's yeah. just Sting. I'm used to hearing it now. Look at that young, spry Tony Schiavone. Oh, how spry. I know that, like, he looks older then than he does now in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I think this because it's at the point where I honestly, as far as the backstage stuff, because there's a point in 98 where um, because of all the political backstage shit, Bischoff has to give the book to uh, Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff, a lot of people bitch about that, but I don't know if we're there yet, but it is June and I know it starts in 98 and it's like the beginning of the bad stuff happening in the back before it spills out on TV. So it might be happening already. Um, I'm not, but I'm just not sure about the timeline. I know for a fact that once we get to the, like the finger poke of doom and shit like that, that's, that's Nash. Yeah. Um, but we're not there yet. God, fucking Robin really just went for that, didn't he? I mean, why not? Yeah, why would Hogan let Robin have the first shot instead of like setting the tempo of how to do this safely? I will say he did it. He did an okay job, at least not hitting the uh, DDP in the back of the head. Yeah. Well, at least they got that going for him. <laughs> That's something, right? Yeah. They also showed a vignette on the Nitro of uh, Scott Hall and um, Hogan, I think, on Three Ninjas Thunder Mountain, like backstage shit, which was pretty funny. Not Scott Hall, Scott Steiner. Oh, uh, look, there's uh, Bret Hart being used to his fullest potential. Yep. I do remember one thing very specifically before they went on the air that they said as like an announcement, like we always like to show the crowd, but we need you to be like the loudest and most rowdy you could be. So we can put you on TV and you will watch it and see. But I remember as I watched it back on TV later, they never showed the crowd at all, but it was a complete fucking lie. (laughs) Maybe I Maybe I was just like feeling hurt because I was like, I didn't get on TV, but we'll see. But I don't remember them doing a lot of crowd shots from the show. Yeah. This is uh, like literally, I think a week or two, like it's right after the pay-per-view based on the thumbnails of um, Bischoff and Hogan taking over the Lennermans or the Leno set. So... No, you're so cool, Giant. Giant, you're like the coolest ever. You smoke and whatever. Okay, so I'll I'll explain so this story. Cool. I'll explain the storyline how much WCW gave a shit about the t- uh, the tag titles. Ooh, not at all. <laughs> exactly. Sting and the Giant yeah. were the tag champions. Then Giant defected to the NWO. Sting right. did not with him. Right. So now they each get to pick 
their own no they have to fight a singles match at the pay-per-view because it's not even a tag match to decide the titles whichever one of them wins the singles match gets both belts and then gets to decide who their championship tag team partner will be wow <laughs> right that like, is special like uh, I'm not even like I'm mad at the idea for tag team wrestling in general, but why can't they pick their partners before the show and have an actual, have an tag, actual match? tag match? Yeah, for the tag match? Then they'd have to pay four people. Exactly. That's right. Uh, yeah, so that's the that's what the Giants gotten up to so far. And at the pay-per-view, because the WCW always has the best pay-per-views, the main event's going to be, I think it's Hogan and Rodman, maybe. Unless I'm wrong, but I think it is Rodman versus um, Randy Savage and Roddy Piper. And the stipulation of that is, no matter what happens, Roddy Piper and Savage are then going to fight each other in a singles match because they want to fight, but they want to fight Hogan more. Okay, so he did pick the Disciple as his partner if he wins the titles. Yeah. But I really do think it's supposed to be a singles match between him and Sting to decide who gets both belts. And that's what, uh, what the fuck's his name said? Manager of the Horseman, J.J. Dillon. J.J. Yeah. Dillon. Yeah, because he's like the WCW authority figure on the screen right now. Yeah. You know what, Lex? I got an idea. How about I fight you with Savage? Because I've already told you guys that's what the main event's going to be. <laughs> the Bret Hart thing really does make me sad. Like I don't know why. He's oh, where he needs to be. Literally doesn't save shit. Like They did a thing where he wouldn't wear an NWO shirt, but now he wears a Hogan shirt instead of an NWO shirt. But... So far, that has not paid off at all about him being, like, not really with the NWO. Not to mention the fact the whole way that started was the disastrous Starcade main event where instead of putting the belt on Sting like they built up for a fucking year, they had Brett screw him out of the chance to beat Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> and there's Miss Elizabeth. Yep. Hogan saying horrible. Hogan on Nitro was saying shit to Randy about how he needed Viagra to be with Miss Elizabeth. That that like that she had told him that like, yeah, like as from what I've heard about Savage, I'm like, how the fuck did they ever convince Savage to be okay with Hogan doing that, or did Hogan just say that shit? Probably just said it. He probably didn't even ask. Would be my guess. Especially because I've heard how much Savage hates, hated it when people like mentioned he was going bald and Hogan yeah. did that too. Yeah. And I'm like, no wonder Savage hates your fucking guts. I don't understand it. I was always so good to him. I gave him all the scraps off my table. All of them. All of them. Like, like anything I didn't want, he got. I was through with Miss Elizabeth. Bam! He had her. This episode brought to you by Valvoline. Not us, them. Like, I wish we were brought to you by Valvoline. That'd be awesome. <laughs> like, Valvoline, I will sell the shit out of your oil. Will you? Yeah. Yeah. That didn't sound yeah, very I... convincing. 
<laughs> Sorry, I was also Yeah, no, definitely. I'll sell the shit out of it. Brutus, get the fuck your hands off. That her. chick's a butterface if I've ever seen one. Uh, we're, we're starting off my first wrestling show with Scotty Riggs. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Riggs. Riggs. Oh. He, boy, does he love to protrude his tongue. The man that somehow had a job two years after uh, breaking up with Buff Bagwell. Yep. Thanks to Raven. Also, it's a thunder taping, which is means that they don't have the crowd lit at all and they do the fake thunder. So even if you could see where I was, yeah, you like, wouldn't be able to see me. Plus I times, remember where good times. Where we were sitting, the the um the lights, like the the lights that are around the rain, were right in our eyes. So I don't remember seeing things very clearly when uh-huh. the matches were happening. Oh, here we go. The Iceman, Dean Malenko. So for everybody, just to, like, I'll I'll keep you guys up to date on storylines. Right now, we're building to Dean Malenko versus Chris Jericho for the Cruiserweight title. Uh, Dean Malenko entered a battle royal with a mask. And since then, Jericho has been going on this thing about, like, how he's been a, a victim of a conspiracy he went to like the halls of Congress and was like looking at precedent for like rules about losing the title the way he did. Uh, and then on nitro, he brought out a letter from Ted Turner. <laughs> it was a really funny letter too. Cause it's like, um, Mr. Jericho, I've liked you for a long time. And my wife is a big, big fan. And, uh, we've loved to go up to Canada and hunt all the deer and like all this unnecessary bullshit. But then the letter goes and says, uh, but, because you've been such a whiny bitch, basically, <laughs> I should stay the champion. And then Jericho started crying. So <laughs> Jericho just doing awesome Jericho stuff in 98, as you would expect. I never would have expected it. So what's your favorite Scotty Riggs match? Uh, probably that one where he did that thing that one time. Right, right. Where he got the eye patch, you mean? That would be the one. Yeah, sure. Right, right. Uh, totally. So many, so many happy buffalo-ites there. Ites. I mean, it's too bad you were too much of a loser to be watching WCW in 98, or we could have been at the same show together. I mean, that would have been highly unlikely, considering I would yeah. have been where I am now. You'd be fine. And there's no way on God's green earth my parents would have driven all the way to Buffalo for a thunder show. <laughs> it's it's thunder, though. Come on. I know it's like a four-hour trip. I don't care. It's Both six. ways. Was it, really? It's I thought like, you were closer to Albany. No, it's like five and a half each way. Oh, okay. No, I'll take your word for it because you've obviously done that trip. I've, I've done the drive a few times, you know. Yeah. Went to school out there and... That doesn't count. Buffalo's closer than that, kind of. Not really. No, it's about the same. Well, I'm just yeah, saying, like, if your, parents like had lo- if your parents had loved you, they would have taken you to Buffalo to well, see I this Thunder show. Well, I guess we both show. learned something then today. 
Although back in the day, uh, well, now if like there's a show in Buffalo, there would have been a show in Albany like the same week. I don't think WCW was doing that back then. I'm pretty sure the the pay per view is going to be in like Baltimore or some shit. Yeah. What the fuck are you Buffalo people looking at? The action's in the ring. Yeah, but what's over there? Well, the limo with uh, Eric Bischoff and I thought. Bret Hart. It's way cooler. I don't even know if they're still over there. Why would I watch this when I can watch other people <laughs> doing nothing? Well, they have women over there, so maybe they're just looking at the hot ladies. I mean, that checks out, actually. Oh, man. Thunder was so much better than SmackDown. Around this time? Probably not. I don't even know if SmackDown was around. Didn't it start in 99? Oh, I think, yeah, yeah. I think in 98, your best comparison would have actually been probably Shotgun Saturday Night. Mm. Yeah. Because I think that's, yeah, that would definitely be going around 98. And I think that would be the closest to like a second show after Raw. That sounds growth. Actually, I wish they put it up on the network. I have a lot of really fond memories of that show. You would. Ha, There's some cool him. moments. Like Undertaker, Tombstone, Triple H onto a, onto a escalator. Pretty cool. Uh, I'm trying to watch my favorite wrestler take on Dean Malenko. Do you mind? <laughs> Oh, I know how much you love Scotty Riggs. I'm sorry, Riggs. Riggs? Scotty Riggs something... sucks dick. Riggs is awesome. Scotty Riggs was nothing but the second best American male. Riggs likes to stick his tongue out all the time. So, <laughs> Another example of how much WCW really valued tag wrestling. Riggs, a former tag team champion in his own right. Yep. Uh, with one Marcus Buff Bagwell, who I don't believe we'll see on the show uh, because not long before this, he had basically broken his neck. Uh, I don't know how long it takes him to get back, but it's not going to be this show, I don't believe. Dean Malenko, shoot him off the ropes. You think that with the uh, eye patch, uh, Riggs would have problems with depth perception? <laughs> you think. You'd think that'd be a thing. I guess I can give that. In case anybody isn't been binging WCW, and we haven't gotten this far in the pay per views yet, um, Riggs has a eye patch because of Raven. Um, Raven like did his classic drop toe hold onto a chair, and Riggs is the only man to be made blind in one eye because of it. Yep. So. Boy, do I love their storytelling. <laughs> well, it's so good. I don't know if you're doing the joke, but Bischoff uh, said that what's wrong with AEW is they didn't have enough storytelling in their matches. Oh. No, he would know. <laughs> yeah, he was specifically talking about their main events because people did say, what the fuck? Nitro didn't have stories in every match. But even by that standard, the main, the main event storytelling wasn't the good part of WCW. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> like, I think WCW at this point is pretty notorious for having shitty main events and being the only good part of it being its undercard, really. Yeah. 
And it's not even the best part when you have some, like none of these are me, by the way. Not, nope, I wasn't. <laughs> what, still you weren't in the front row? Still over in that corner. I've been in the front row in that arena many times. But Fuck still... you. <laughs> I don't want to hear your back talk. <laughs> no. Once I had my own money to waste on wrestling tickets, believe you me, I got better tickets. It's also where I saw Jeff Hardy become the world champion for the first time. Mm-hmm. I honestly well, remember Shawn Michaels uh, fighting JBL more on that card than I do that. Uh, more experience, right? Right. Yep, yep. Makes sense. Skinhead yep. champion. Oh, also oh. just a cool bit of story. To, one of the really good stories that's going on right now is Eddie and Chavo. Um, Eddie basically made Chavo a manservant because Chavo kept losing and Eddie would like make him fight. And right. then Chavo kind of snapped and like became really super aggressively positive. Like, thank you, Uncle Eddie. Like to the point where Eddie was freaked the fuck out. <laughs> and and last week on Nitro, Chavo actually challenged Goldberg um, to fight him. My God. And when Chavo came out, this is what he was doing. He was like going, he went sh- to the camera and he said, be very, very quiet. I'm hunting Goldbergs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that's so, hilarious. And then Chavo became the 99th person quote unquote for Goldberg to beat in his streak. So <laughs> Ah yes, the streak. Yes. That if you watch WCW in order, you realize is not legitimate. Uh they nope. just sort of kept giving him numbers. Yep. Which actually is a part of the reason why I like uh Jade's streak so much is because it's actually going along with her matches and not just yeah. being amped up. Yeah, because AEW, they actually do like keep track of all the records. Yeah. I also think that it'd be kind of <laughs> difficult to get away with that kind of thing nowadays. So. Yeah. No, I think the fans would catch on sooner, but especially with AEW, would be like, no, you don't do fucking live shows. What are you talking about? She's got yeah. 138 to nothing. One, Mr. Chris Jericho talking about the... Uh, Jericho. The, the injustice. Is there any wonder that there's never been another cruiserweight division that actually took off when you've got fucking Jericho, Mysterio, Malenko, like Eddie, all vying for the cruiserweight title at this point? Yeah. I mean, it is a real crime. Like, Jericho was robbed. He did not agree to fight. The The rule that he found in the NWA um, title book, like, that's what he found at, like, the Library yep. of Congress, was that a champion has to agree to fight for it to be a legit match. And since Malenko came in with a mask, um, Jericho never agreed to actually fight him. Ah. So that Jericho couldn't lose the Cruiserweight title. So, and he hasn't quite got to the point where he's doing the never, eh, 
cover yet. He's close. Again. We're getting there, but it's still not quite there yet. None of those people holding that conspiracy sign to me. <laughs> we get it, okay? We get it. Seriously, though, I'm going to piss my pants if I see myself. So I just. <laughs> <laughs> I'll piss your you're, pants, too. You're I just mean, looking what? for a real dorky looking kid with really big square glasses because I had no sense of fashion. What? In a wrestling arena in the 90s? No, that's impossible. <laughs> I may have may not have been wearing a stain mask because my dad did buy me a stain mask. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. I don't remember what happened to the stain mask, but I do remember wearing it to school after I got it. So Of course. <laughs> Apparently I got to see a lot of the flock. I didn't even know. Oh. <laughs> uh, This is one of those things that I disagree with Bischoff on. I think I mentioned, I think I mentioned on the Raven show that he just didn't get Raven. And I'm like, but the flock is fucking awesome. Like not a lot of people really get it. So I, I think it was, yeah, I think it, well, I think part of it's that it, it never like the ECW version was so much different because of what you can get away with in ECW. Ah, uh, yeah. There's that that people don't remember it as fondly, but I didn't grow up on the UCW version. I got to see this, so. Oh, look, it's Hoovy. The uh, proto Rey Mysterio losing his mask. Uh, Hooventut Guerrera. I also think, by the way, just so everybody knows, Ray, I think, is out with a knee injury. Surprise. So we won't be seeing him in this show. It's a shame, though. Like, I, I, because Hoovy's mask was like the coolest mask I always thought. I always mm-hmm. liked his mask more than anyone, anyone else's. Yeah, I understand. Bischoff's... It also, well, because it, it almost had that like uh, Jushin Thunder Liger-y kind of look to it. Yeah, I understand his reasoning with the masks. He, like he said that if he if WWE with the machine that they have for merchandising, it makes so much mm-hmm. sense to have the Rey Mysterio mask. Right. Because like you merchandise the shit out of it, but right. they didn't have that at the time in WCW. So for him, it was just like a, it just didn't make as much sense. Um, plus, the when they were trying to do the realism thing, mm-hmm. um, making the guys have their own face just made more sense. So I understand his point. I still think I would have kept masks just for diversity's sake, if nothing else. But oh, Kidman off the ropes. By the way, if you look really hard up at the third level there, you might be able to see me. It might even be the fourth level. <laughs> I remember there was a bar, so it would have been like the fourth level, um, right it behind like the kind of a stretch. <laughs> so we weren't at the very tippity top. Although I do want to point out again, this is a fucking thunder. Do you see how full the arena is for a thunder? Yeah, it was pretty insane. <laughs> Like, I don't even think uh, pay-per-view nowadays most of the time uses that very top level of an arena. Yeah. Oh, no. Hooventoot hurt his leg, and I forget what the, the sign guy's name is. Um, I really do. I don't remember what fuck his name is. 
Kidman, you son of a bitch. You were such an upstanding, young, fine... Whoa! Uh, Kidman just casually doing a shooting star press off the apron. Yep. Like one does. I'm pretty sure we're going to see Powerhouse Hobbs do that at full gear. I mean, I would assume so. By the way, by my count, when this comes out, like this will be the right before the weekend um, of full gear. Do you want to do a prediction show on Friday? <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, I've got to talk to you about that off, uh, off, um, off of recording. air. Off okay. Air. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh. I can't. First of all, um, Charles, you're not doing a very good job uh, looking at that windpipe when you're standing inside like that. You leave Charles alone. <laughs> he is doing his best, damn it. I mean, this is really early on in his uh, refereeing career. Exactly. Could you try not to be such a dick to him? Jesus. I'll try. It's going to be difficult, though. I know. Rob Rodman banged DDP. I mean, I mean, we don't know. That could be true. That was not shown on Nitro. That was after the camera stopped. <laughs> Man, I can't believe you don't remember that happening. Yeah, no, I, I would think that would have made an impression. Right. By the way, I'm not that little shit in the NWO shirt in the crowd. That's not me either. Yeah, I kind of figured. He just looked stupid while he was clapping, so I wanted to point him out and mock him. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure everyone knew that that was not me. I was much cooler than that I kid. Was so much cooler. Did I mention I had a sting mask? Uh, in case you didn't hear me the first time, I had a sting mask. <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. I wish I still had it. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I still have a sheep mask from the original Wyatt family run. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, DJ, I don't know when we're going to do this, but DJ Madman and I were talking. We're going to actually do a whole Bray Wyatt episode uh, where we're going to watch a half-hour compilation video I found of all the Firefly Funhouses leading up to the SummerSlam debut. Then we're going to watch the SummerSlam match, and then we're going to watch the Firefly Funhouse match. Oh, my. Yeah. He asked me, like, is there, like, a way that I could see the Firefly things? Because I feel like I missed out on the Bray Wyatt. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, he definitely did. Call him about Uncle Howdy. Get him. Get him, Kidman. Kidman, come on. God damn it, Kidman. Raven's not going to be happy with this performance, Kidman. Not at all. Yeah, this is a uh, the build up to this match is that uh, Hooventoot at the pay per view has to fight uh, Reese, who is seven two, and it's obviously look at how small Hoovy is. As we exactly, know. but Hoovy's got heart and speed, so he's got heart. Well, that's a Jim Kelly reference from 1998 in Buffalo, but I, I can't read what the other part of the sign says. 
Jim Kelly versus. Nope, still can't read it. Jim Kelly. Local humor. Jim Kelly. Local oh. hero. Especially in Buffalo. Yeah, well, that's where they are. So that's why I said it. You don't God even know. Damn it. Who was your football team growing up out there in the middle of nowhere? I mean, my football team is the same as it's always been. Yeah, but it's not it's from New changed. York, so it doesn't count. No, it's not. <laughs> so it doesn't count. I mean, it does. It's my favorite team. Uh, at this point, my favorite team was the Dolphins and the Cowboys, so I don't really have anything you to say to you. can't have two. Jesus H. Tap Dancing Cristo. At the time, I had two because they were the biggest rivals for Buffalo, and I found it funny to tell my parents, who are huge Buffalo fans, that those were my favorite teams. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> if I had to pick one, it would have been uh, the Dolphins because of Dan Marino being an ace Ventura. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> sound logic, right? Yeah, that's that's pretty sound logic. Hoovy gets the win. With a big 450. I'm also Hoobie not. Tootie Guerrero. Although I guess technically I was in that crowd shot because I bet you my seats were a part of that. Yeah. But you couldn't see me unless you really enhanced the image. Enhance. 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 <laughs> Let's look at the replay. Up. Oh. There's Hoovy going up for the wheelbarrow German. I have no idea why uh, those are dangerous. Oh, just because it's funny to me that this keeps happening. Um, they One of the Mick Foley episodes, I think it was like last week, was the Montreal Screwjob, which is the same night that he fought Kane and did that promo that I love so much and still no word on the promo. So... Uh, I also found out while listening to his latest stuff that he just doesn't remember like any of his promos. So I'm never going to get to hear it because it's just not like something he retained. Uh, But at some point we will talk about it and I will explain why I love it. Who are we bringing out, Tony? Tony does not realize he's in the same room as a young Jonathan Gilchrist. He'd be much more nervous if he was. (laughs) He'd be shitting himself, god damn it. Oh my god, it's the total package. Lex Luger. 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 See what I did there? No, I wasn't wasn't paying attention to you. I fucking hate you. What? Those guys are out here? What the fuck? Oh, I think they actually left. So I don't know what Luger was looking at. Like, what? what's happening? Oh, Lex. Lex, Lex, Lex. That's right. The red and black attack. Lexi sexy. I honestly don't remember if I was a bigger... Uh, original NWO fan or a Wolfpack fan at this point? I mean, I feel like probably original NWO. <clears throat> I definitely have a lot of feelings for it now. And I like, I don't know, it's never really a Wolfpack guy that I can remember. 
So it's definitely possible. Plus, I always usually root for the bad guys anyway. That's why I'm, yeah, that's kind of why yeah. I went for it. <laughs> it's a safe bet that I'm rooting for the bad people in any show yep. or, you know. Extremely usually safe. not not in life. I usually try to root for the good guys in actual real life. Eh. Do you? Eh. <laughs> Just saying, Scientology has eh. a lot of... <laughs> That'd be really funny if like I just start saying controversial shit. That's how you like bleep me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys don't understand. I really believe <laughs> Let me try again. I really believe <laughs> Okay, I get it. I'm uh, purposely holding back from certain things because it would be funny, but not funny. Haha, <laughs> funny. Why the fuck did I do that? Oh my god! I forgot that this happened! Anybody curious? Because we're at that point where the NWO is just fucking ridiculously big. That was uh, Crush, um, who I think is going by Brian Adams right now because that's his real name. Which always confused me because uh, Brian Adams was Crush. But Brian Clark was Adam Bomb. It would have been easier for me if he was Brian Adams. <laughs> Continue. Did you just use the word folly? Like, no, no. Let, let's go back to. Oh, by the <laughs> way. Oh, you know? uh, I do believe that just happened. Like, what's the last time somebody just broke out folly on you? Right. Well, it just doesn't tuck, happen all the time. Tuck, tuck, good sir, for rumph. I don't, I don't know what you're saying. By the way, I got to see a lot of promos, apparently, on my first ever wrestling show. I mean, that checks out. <laughs> it is a thunder in it is WCW. A thunder, yeah, exactly. Wolfpack style. Woo. Woo. Harlem Heat joining in the Wolfpack. Um, my uh, high school, the mascot after like sixth grade became the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. And the Wolfpack music may or may not have been part of their, like the football team's like thing when they did their stuff. Huh, who'd have thought? Yeah, real creative bunch. You know, uh, I don't believe you. <laughs> oh, you don't? You think I would make that up for no reason? Yes. It's about the only thing about my high school football like experience that I enjoyed. That doesn't surprise me one bit. <laughs> that and there's pretty good cheeseburgers at the concession stand. You know what? Good for you, man. <laughs> Proud. I just had to chase so much tail. I got hungry and ate a cheeseburger. Yeah, it checks out. Yeah. Definitely went to the games because all the ladies. Uh huh. My romantic life is sad, really, if you think about it, but let's not think about it. Let's listen to more people talk. I wasn't thinking about it to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> 
Neither was anyone else. Yep. <laughs> uh, except for me constantly while I cry at night. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like um, I just started rewatching like old South Park, and I just for a minute there felt like Cartman when he was uh, pretending to have Tourette's. <laughs> Oh, we, uh, I'm not going to lie. We quote that at work quite a bit. You quote that you and your cousin touch wieners? No. We quote piss <laughs> out my ass. Oh, that is. Piss. <laughs> like something goes wrong or something. We just go, oh, piss on my ass. <laughs> <sighs> that was, that was some really good South Park. Who are we trying to get? Oh, we're trying to get Stain back into the NWO? Okay. You two colors, man. Look at me wearing my NW Hogan shirt. Because I love Hogan. Me and Hogan are best buddies. We go out to lunch daily. Oh, speaking of um, him saying TV title made me think of this. Because exactly what happened to the TV title. Did you see what happened to the 24-7 title? Uh, it got made non-existent, I believe. Yep. Nikki Cross threw it in the trash. Yay. Which is exactly what happens to the WCW TV title. You know, the one that Arn Anderson held and all those other great people. <laughs> but <laughs> we're not going to fucking talk about that. But I'm not. I'm not that's fine. It's whatever. Not, but, I didn't just listen to Regal's... Podcast about how he won the TV title and made it something really awesome. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> if, I'd, if I'd known that guy was up in the corner there with the camera, I would have gone and jumped in front of him. Blah, woo, take a look at me. Woo. Look at me on TV. Get out of here, kid. Oh, I also wanted to tell you something that I don't think you or either you or I you might have figured it out afterwards because but I had to wait till I saw it somewhere. Uh-huh. Um at Crown Jewel, you know, all that stuff that was in the sky, like all the, the artwork and shit. Yeah. Those were actually drones flown yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. I was yeah. like, I that makes that a million percent more awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't even know how you do that, but I just I wanted to make sure I point that out because we were talking about that. We didn't know what that was when we were watching it. Yeah. Hey, Chris Benoit. How's it going? Hey, Benoit. <laughs> oh, like, that's how we soften the blow so that we can still talk about him. We just call him Benoit. Hey, Benoit. Man, I'm so glad this... Uh, Benoit guy, you know, retired permanently around 2004. Yep. Nothing bad ever Nothing happened. Nothing bad happened. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Booker Tizzle. Let's go with the flea flop Lizzle. Yeah, so the only clear memory I have of this Thunder show is actually not from the live event um, as far as wrestling. It's that somehow, Steve Ray being a dick, somehow... <laughs> Um, because this did not happen because we did not have cable. I found Thunder like on airwaves, uh, like on a Canadian channel, I think, and I got to Ugh. watch it again, which is how I know they never showed the crowd. And the only match I remember is Booker T. I remember specifically Booker T. I didn't realize he was fighting Chris Benoit until I saw the lineup. 
Nice. Um, yeah, that's the only memory I have. They must have, I, thinking back, it must have just been because it was a local show, somehow got on local TV, because like I never found Thunder again until we had satellite TV. Yeah. Um, no, that I almost guarantee that was it. Yeah. Oh, best seven series. And by the way, if anybody knows Booker's career, should know how this goes, but it's been a pretty good series up to this point. We're tied three to three, somehow going into the last match. What are the odds of that? I mean, that's highly unlikely. Yeah, Booker talks really highly about this because it is a big moment in his career, but it's also like as a more adult wrestling fan, like I can see why they don't do shit like this because it becomes very predictable very quickly. Cause you have to get to seven. Like you're not like if yeah. you have seven weeks until the pay-per-view, you're going to fill those seven fucking weeks. So then it just becomes the last match is the only one. If you don't have a clear, you know, idea who's going to win, that right. actually means anything. I will say though, like that being said, uh, uh, if the match is good enough, then I'm okay with it. Mm. I like, will, yeah. For I was just gonna say, for example, like the Cesaro Sheamus, yeah, seven match series, like that shit was so good. Yeah. So that no, was and I fine. Think, I do think this falls in that same category. Like th- these were really good matches. It's yeah. just in general. That is a problem with wrestling, like showing its hand. And it is a big deal. Like, I'm not, I don't really care. Um, Booker wins because he goes on to fight for the TV title. And it is the reason it's a big deal. It's just like him breaking out as a singles guy. Better not be shady, Nick Patrick. Better fucking call it down the middle. Yeah, oh, Nick Patrick, you better watch yourself. He's got the goatee. That's never a good sign for Nick Patrick being a fair official. Actually, on Monday, on the sixth match, apparently, at least from the commentators, Booker premiered um, the the Briscoe roll-up that he does from the corner. Like, apparently, that was the first time he ever did it to win the match. Oh. And uh, Benoit actually attacked him after the match, which is why he's focusing on Booker's knee right now. I'm sorry, Benoit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why I mispronounced his name like that. It's it's ridiculous. There I am again. I'm right there in that camera shot. Um, I'm sure of it. <laughs> fuck you. I'm there. I'm right okay. there. I'm right there. Like right third level up because I had something behind me. How do you not fucking see me? God. Fuck you. That's not me, although I wish I was sitting next to Eric Bischoff. Uh, uh, huh. That's huh. an interesting thing. No, I just, I know in a lot of documentaries where like they fucking talk about 
Brett being mismanaged. Yeah. They used that footage, and I didn't realize that footage was from the Buffalo show. Like, they just used that footage of him talking to Bret Hart. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, this was a historic night, and I was lucky to see it. Nice crash and burn. (laughs) No, seriously, guys, I was right there. You guys don't understand. You guys gotta believe me. I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, Kevin Nash is also here because that's another memory I have. Is seeing Kevin Nash person. Now you're gonna think I'm a liar if I never if he doesn't show up, but I really do think he was there. You guys, you gotta believe me. Remember, Pig is here. <laughs> oh, there's a uh, vampire girl in the third row right there. I was just watching the Vampire Kids episode of South Park, so I made sure to call her Vampire Girl. Fucking hot topic. Burn down, burn down, hot topic. <laughs> burn down, hot topic. Oh, and butter's become something that's ungroundable. There you go. Make sure you get both angles on the bending of the knee. I think he's going to tap. I think this is all over. Uh, Man, can't if, really... he had been, if he had just been practicing how to sit cross-legged, that would not <laughs> hurt him as much. I'm just curious on your opinion. Was that oversell being Siguri by uh, Benoit, do you think? A little bit. I don't, uh, not like terrible though. No, I just, I don't think that in Siguri warranted the full rotation flip. Yeah. I mean, you knew, you know how they were in the 90s though, all flippy, flippy. Right, right, right. Not like, like today. N- not like in the 80s when it was all about real wrestling. Yeah. Exactly. Some guy in the seventies, or yeah, some guy in the seventies, like, man, wrestling today fucking sucks. All it's about like posing and giant muscles. Not like real wrestling back when guys had beer bellies. <laughs> yeah, you listen to Nick Patrick, whatever he yeah. fucking said. Assholes. Weirdly, uh, just as I don't know why this happened, Fit Finley, uh, who is the TV champion, who at this point looks like actual Fit Finley, like he's got the blonde hair and everything. Um, his finisher at this moment is the Tombstone Pile Driver. Well then, yeah, I I. I think honestly, I don't know if this was an Eric Bischoff call, but somebody must have did a memo backstage where like we don't fucking care because sick boy of uh, Ravens flock is using the pedigree as his finisher. Nice short arm close on from Benoit. Good job, Benoit. 
Are you guys are you guys like recruiting? Is that what you're doing? I mean, I think Bret Hart's just trying not to look bored. <laughs> Bret's like, no, seriously, he's actually good. Like myself, you should probably be using Benoit. Yeah, it's real funny, Brett. Real, real, real good joke. I'm really glad I brought you in here as a comedian. That was that, yeah, was, you, that was hilarious, Brett. You just sit there and you earn your two million dollars a year. I forget how much you're making, but it's something like that. I mean, I don't doubt it. We're just saving you for Starcade versus Goldberg. Oh, Here we go. Yeah. Oh, that hurt me to say because it's true and it's sad. I don't even know what that... Like, I know what that... I guess it's a bow and arrow stretch, kind of. Like, yeah. I've never actually seen anybody else do that particular stretch before where you grab the guy's arms. It's like half cattle mutilation, half... Uh, um, I forget what the other thing's called. STF, kind of? yeah. Kind of. Ooh, Harlem Ooh. sidekick. Right in the face. Right in the schnoz. Right in the schnout, as it were. Booker, feel free to just hit Benoit. I'm sorry, Benoit. As many times as you want in the head. Just... <laughs> Benoit. Benoit, I swear. Oh, God. Benoit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. That was close. Oh. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. It's Spinner Rooney. Even though I don't have a memory of that, that means I got to see a spin a Rooney. <laughs> spin a Rooney. Spin, spin, spin a Rooney. Spin a Rooney. Two. What? Benoit didn't win with the triple Germans? God damn it. Could you? Could you, like, just for me in Buffalo, could you not do what you're about to do? And could you also stop doing it for the next, you know, 20 years? No. Nope. Uh, that's fine. I'm sure there'll be no repercussions for that later. No. Yeah. He's losing his focus. He's getting frustrated. He might kill someone. Too soon uh, from the past. There. What is, you know what? Maybe there's a reason why the Buffalo audience wasn't getting shown a lot. They seem really distracted. I mean, what could possibly be happening right now to distract them? I don't know. Also, there's no particular reason that that should have happened. I mean, like, they're both Canadians. Uh, well, yeah, Canadians are bastards. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, could you just imagine if, like, first of all, they had it, didn't make Brett stop for six months, and they, like, brought him in right away and, like, fucking put him in a stable with, like, Benoit and Jericho as, like, their version of the Heart Foundation and, like, maybe try to do the Canadian thing, but at least create its own stable? Like, how much better that would have been than the shit that we're getting right now? I'm sorry. I, I blacked out there for a second. Let's get but back no, to this. What is wrong with w you? What? Of course, it's Buffalo. I don't get a fucking clean finish. Of course. <laughs> 
I mean, it's WCW. What do you expect? Oh, I mean, I remember at Nitro this week had clean finishes, I think. I wasn't really paying attention for that, but. So that means that the big moment of uh, Booker's career is that he got knocked out in the seventh match and gets to go fight Pip Finley. It checks out. And, you know, honestly, if WCW was smart, they would have let this lead to a Bret hart Crispin Wild rivalry. And that would have been they amazing. Might... That's where it should go, but I, I don't know. I don't think it, if Let me put it this way. If they do end up fighting, it'll be one match and it will not be any storyline oh, past that. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. If they were smart, they would have made it like a full-on feud out of this or something. I don't know why they would have done that. I mean, who is this Benoit character? That's fair. Like, man, like Bret Hart, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho. I'm trying to think of like a, like you give it another year, you could have put Lance Storm in the same fuck. Because they did do a Team oh. Canada actually with Lance Storm. But just like he had those oh. as a fucking oh, team. Oh, that would have been amazing. Ugh. That would have been so cool. Good job on Brett, by the way, doing a relatively safe chair shot yeah. to the back of somebody's head like that. Much better than Hogan or Robin. <laughs> Are you sure, Chris? Like, I'm a bad guy referee. You don't have to tell me this, you know? <laughs> Also, you know what would have been hilarious is if when Chris Benoit did that, Nick Patrick uh-huh. was like, "Oh, okay, Chris Benoit's the winner." <laughs> also, the let's just take kayfabe out of it, or like think about this from a real life fight perspective. Booker had not moved since the shot with the chair, and Patrick's response was to point at him on the ground and raise his own arm to signify victory, not check on the not moving Booker. Okay, so I think we're going to get into some more about the Cruiserweight title with one um, Chris Jericho. Man, I didn't realize how many people I shared a room with. This is is awesome. JJ Dillon. I counted as a room. There was no doors between us. Uh, I'm pretty sure there was some curtains. Fuck you and your curtains. Uh... And let me have this. This is the best I'll ever get. Bobby's already dead. I'll never be able to get, you know, give you the same room again with Bobby. And, you know, and uh, Bischoff lives in fucking Montana or some shit. I'm never going there. I said Montana. I said Joe Montana. So, oh, okay, so we're going to Slambury. All right, I mean, I guess. I don't... What? What's wrong? The giving up of the title by a champion just, like, willy-nilly. Why? What? Oh, is, 
Is does it make no sense for a champion to give up his title without being injured? Right. Yes, that's ex- exactly it. Oh, it makes no sense, huh? I, I mean, it's really, really stupid. I guess they're trying to do a storyline, but I understand why we couldn't just do the storyline of Jericho getting a title shot because of the weird, stupid old rule. Oh, so Malenko just vacated the title, so now they have to fight for the vacated title, I guess? Oh. Have... <sighs> I don't know. I mean, if if that's the... uh, whatever, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Whatever. I really don't think the extra step of vacating the title, like just give Jericho the return match. Yeah, exactly. By the way, even though we're not going to get to this for a while, I will still put money on the fact that Jericho versus Malenko for the title is going to be the best match of that card. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, it's Jericho's dad. Come on, man. He came all the way from Canada. Yep. Instead of playing hockey to have this conversation. Oh, no, that looks like Canadian father disappointment. That's the worst kind of disappointment there is. It's terrifying. I can't believe you're 13 years. Oh, God. Hey, I shared a room with Jericho's dad. That's pretty cool, too. Hey. Because I love hockey so much. Pretty awesome. Pretty cool. Okay. Also, with the amount of fucking promos that I had to sit through, it's no wonder I don't have that many wrestling memories from this yeah, show. Honestly. It's really not surprising at all, honestly. <clears throat> Chris looks like he's about to cry. Hmm. Huh? You know, Wamberg and some French cries. Don't worry, Chris. One day you'll be the Ocho, and it'll all be okay. Yep. <laughs> Bring so much honor to Reign of Honor. So much honor. All the honor. What do you think of the fatal four-way match for the title? I mean, should be good, I guess. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's set up that Jericho's going to lose. Yeah. So. Yeah, I wasn't really um, thinking that either. The only issue I kind of have with it is the fact that, like, except for Sammy, he's already beaten um, Claudio and Brian. So it's like, okay. I mean, it's going to be a good match, but why, 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 why can we get more? The other thing I'm kind of, I don't I think a part of it is that I don't think I caught all of it. I don't think Uh I caught all of the setup. But, like, it's almost like a tag team match for the ROH title. I think it's supposed to be a fatal four, but the way that they're setting it up is that Jericho said that if like, if it comes down to him and Sammy, Sammy will do the right things. So they're putting that kind of doubt in it that mm. Sammy will like betray him. Kind of, uh. I don't know. Eh, it's fine. I, like I said, I would have just preferred another, like if you had anybody else, which I'm sure you did. Another yeah, ROH absolutely. champion. 
entertain the crowd for like a few seconds. I gotta, I'll be right back. Okay, let's look through the crowd and see if we can find me again. Oh, there's Conan. Oh, Conan. The coolest member of the NWO, except for Kevin Nash and his, what's it called? Fanny pack. That's the word I was looking for. I wonder who Conan's going to fight tonight. I really have no idea. Sorry if that sounds sarcastic. I really don't. Oh, look, it's a K-Dog. Isn't that cute? That's so cute. <laughs> oh, the hat looks so much not cooler on the announcer. Oh, what the fuck is this guy's name? Scott, oh, yeah, Scott Putsky. Oh, yeah, he was on Nitro this week, too. He's just a jobber. Honestly, and this is just me showing my ignorance. I feel like I should know him from somewhere. Let me Google it really quickly, guys, while he gets to the ring. He feels like somebody that I should know from doing something else. Let me look. Scott. Well, he was the son of Ivan Putsky, which is how I got the job. As if you could not tell by the name, because who else would he be the son of? Yeah, I don't think he really did anything else. I was just looking up Scott Putsky. You mean John Morrison? Yeah, John Morrison. Yeah. But Scott Putsky is. Yeah, John Morrison. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, but the of... face looks like John Morrison. Yeah, no, I was looking to see if he actually did anything, but no. Oh, maybe not. It, no, it but looked, for some reason, when I first saw it, I was just like, why that? Why does that dude look like John Morrison to me? Well, he's the uh, son of Ivan Putsky, the much more famous and successful professional wrestler. But <laughs> uh, according to Google, like nothing else came up. Like when I Googled him, Scott Putsky was his wrestling name, so yeah. I don't know. He might have done more shit in WCW that I'm just forgetting about, but I don't think he did much past that. Probably not. Probably sucked. Probably well, this is shit. A, he was on Nitro. He's basically a jobber. He's he lost on Nitro. He's gonna yeah. lose to K Dog. So yeah, he's a piece of shit. He sucks. Come on, Conan. Show us how it goes. That's way yeah. French cries. Wow, that move has a certain X factor to it. Yeah, it checks out. <laughs> See what I did there? <sighs> nope. Oh, going for the reverse figure four. Or as I like to call it, the four figure. Oh, do you see all these great crowd shots of the crowd reacting that the announcer said was going to happen? I'm telling you, man, I think the audience just wasn't wasn't good enough for them. I was good enough. Where are you? I was still, Where are you, though? 
I honestly don't know. That's what I if thought. I, you don't know. You if don't I'm goddamn know. Now I'm not very emotive, but I, I was 10 at the time, so I might have been emotive back then. I might have still had joy in the world. I doubt it. I mean, if not a 10, then when? <laughs> Never. But it looks like Putsky just went for a clothesline on Conan to get him like over the top rope or something. Yeah. And, and like Conan was like, just like, what the fuck were you thinking? We're not leaving the ring for this match. You're lucky I'm letting you do a move at all. Yeah. Who do you think you are? You're not your dad. You ain't oh, shit. This is so fucking awkward. Like, I don't want to, like, like, talk shit about somebody for no reason, but five, like, three or four times at least at this point, they've, like, gone for a move and just awkwardly sort of, like, jostled each other until they figured out what they wanted to do. Yeah. And because we both know Conan is still, you know, relevant, um, I'm going to say it probably wasn't his fault. I mean, he might have had a bad night. Maybe. But this is just like... The 187? Where did he get that name from? There we go. Some tequila sunrise. Tequila. Which is still what I want to call that movie even when other people use it and rename it. Sunrise. Oh, my tequila. Uh, Putsky's record is now 2-0. Yes, two wins. Oh, I'm sorry. Zero and two. There you go. God. Hey, look, it's Jim Kelly. Hey, look. Also, two other Bills people. I I don't fucking know football. Hey, look, he looks old like he might retire. Yeah, probably really close to that. I believe yeah. by 1999 wasn't Doug Flutie their quarterback? Like it was somewhere around there. Yeah. <laughs> you know why I know that? It has nothing to do with football. I remember around 1999 is when Flutie Flakes came out. Ah. Ah, yes. The wonderful Flutie <laughs> Flakes. And one of the reasons that that sticks in my head is because you randomly, have. well, I did, but randomly they were also on the shelf for many seasons. Of everybody loves Raymond. If you look at his uh, face, he had a box of Flutie Flakes. Great. Oh, is it a wonder that I never got laid in high school? Like, no. <laughs> oh, you could have given me like half, nope. like <laughs> just like half a second. <laughs> nope. Oh, fine. <clears throat> By the way, I say high school to be generous. It didn't happen in college either. Um, <laughs> Oh, Glacier. I mean, yeah, totally same. That fuck you. <laughs> that was an ice cold kick. <laughs> oh, another ice Oh, another ice cold. Oh! Oh my god, this is like a tray full of ice cubes. That is AEW original there, Glacier. That is a sentence that is technically accurate. Mortal Kombat. I mean, if they could have got the money to do the Mortal Kombat music, I feel like that would have helped that gimmick a lot more. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. What about Raven? What What about me? What about Raven? 
uh, Raven coming out with the Goon Squad, which he got because um, and a really well done actually. Like there's a few weeks where uh, a plant would jump the ring from the barricade and attack him, and he said he had an unsafe work environment, so he got himself a Goon Squad. Mm. But it was the reason I say it was well done is like I didn't actually realize until like the third week that it wasn't uh, or that it was a work. Like it just, it really did just look like a fan jumping the fucking barricade. Yeah. Uh, Raven obviously scouting Glacier as a next member of the flock. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's just a, a fit made in a place. I feel like I undersold that pretty bad, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's I- me. I think we're building towards uh, Saturn uh, actually fighting uh, Raven here. Oof. What a boot. Saturn, I'm just going to tell you, you can do that to Glacier. Just do not beat up a jobber too much or it might fuck up your career. Quite possibly. We don't know for sure. Now, let's just be let's be real about that. We don't know for sure. However... You know, you know what? We're probably overthinking it. Beat up the shit out of any jobbery that you think. Yeah, this is yeah, happening. yeah. No, we're overthinking it for sure. <laughs> I hope you like mops. <laughs> like, really like mops. Like, like really, really <laughs> like mops. Like, <sighs> I hope they're your favorite thing of all time. One, two, oh my god, Glacier 98 didn't get the win? What the fuck? What the absolute fliggity fluty. You mean the guy that you mean the guy that doesn't even have his lasers anymore when he comes out? He's just uh-huh. waiting in the rain for Saturn. <laughs> I will say one of my favorite like Glacier was one of my favorite unlockable characters in the WCW N64 game I had. But that's mostly because, well, he, he was a video game character, so it made sense. Yeah, it made sense. <clears throat> they also had a character in there that I really liked, just because I've never seen this done since, um, who was like a generic boxer who was called, um, oh, that was a kick to the balls, the snowballs, if breaking you will. Breaking my balls, breaking my balls. But, um... I forget what he's called. Bruiser something, like Bruiser Joe or something like that. Bruiser Brody. Uh, and he was a boxing character. But what was cool about him was that when you used him, he he didn't have a grapple. Like, if you went for a strong grapple, it just was a different kind of punch. Oh, that was kind of cool. Thought, yeah, I thought that was a really cool thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying, Raven. We're, we're simpatico. <laughs> Hey, look, Mortis. Oh, that's right. So we're still dealing with Mortis, not Chris Canyon. But Mortis has been randomly attacking Raven because Raven refused to let him join the flock Uh, after Mortis realized he was a stupid video game character. (laughs) Yeah, so he's going to be Canyon now. But that's how we kind of get from Mortis to Canyon. Gotcha. And one of the ways he's been attacking Raven is he's just been showing up as part of Raven's goon squad. Which, to me, makes me think you're just making him lose the riot gear. 
or at least like right. raise the visor so you knew it was them. There's one guy who's a lot taller than the other three. I don't know what you're talking about. I wonder. And his shirt doesn't seem to fit as well as the other two. Yeah. Other... Huh. Oh, they just decided to beat up the whole goon squad. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, they should have started with the taller one. Yep. I didn't realize he had that move like that early in his Chris Canyon run. He took the mask off. Oh, my God. Not the Mortis mask. Oh, what is man. he thinking? That's his entire career. He's the reptile of WCW's Mortal Kombat division. Jesus. Now what is he going to do? By the way, that's Hulk Hogan's uh, nephew right there. That bald guy with the vest. Yep. His name is uh, something Boulder. I forget what his first name is supposed well, to be. But He needed something to do, okay? <laughs> he's using Hogan's like original, because originally Hogan was called Terry Boulder um, before he became Hogan. Uh, honestly, the reason I point that out is because at first I thought, because like, uh, Brutus did a good job of making himself look different that I didn't recognize him as the disciple. Mm-hmm. I thought that was actually his nephew. It was uh, only after I heard them call him Boulder. I'm like, no, that's fucking his Horace Boulder. That's his fucking name. Yeah. Obviously, he went on to do great things, as everyone knows who Horace Boulder is and recognized obviously. him immediately. JJ, I love you so much, but why do you have to keep talking so much during my first wrestling show? <laughs> hey, look, it's Booker T. Book, 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 Booker T. If this were, uh, this might be going to a triple threat match, but this is still very early on where those haven't been done a lot. El Tripo Threado. Booker T, I don't, I don't like that tie. I'm just gonna say, feel like you could it right now. <laughs> like no judgment, Booker. I, I still love you, but but that tie. That. You're cool and all, but uh, kind of suck. Sell this the right way. Yeah, the right pissing. way. We're going to have a pissing contest. Yep. Now, it's going to be about distance and accuracy. Hear me out. I have the utmost respect for Chris Benoit. That will and surely always, never change. That's what I say. And always will. <laughs> Stevie Ray really being a good hype man for his brother. Yep. Always. Too bad uh, WCW doesn't have some sort of tag team division where these two could really stand out as a team together. Yeah, fair. That really does suck, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so Buffalo just doesn't fucking matter. Got it. Yep. 
basically. As long as you understand that. <laughs> also, I'd like to say as fans of Buffalo, fuck you. <laughs> and you, and you, and you, and especially you. So, like looking right into my soul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think the idea is that, because like I said, triple threats are still not really a thing yet. It's actually going to be Booker and, and Benoit uh, at the pay-per-view, and then whoever wins that match the same night will have to fight Finley. Mm. Which honestly, with the fact that it does end up being Booker the whole way, kind of does make Booker come out a lot stronger than just winning the seven-match series. Yeah. But you could have also just not fucked with the feelings of the fans of Buffalo and just done that match. Man, fuck Buffalo. (laughs) Fuck a low, am I right? Listen, we might not be as fancy as your Albany's or Baltimore's, but we have chicken wings. fancier than Albany, but okay. (laughs) I don't know about that. I've been to both cities. I don't know. I know. So have I. (laughs) I don't know which one I would say is fancier. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I guess if you count Niagara Falls, because I count that as a separate city, if you count all that area, then maybe because we got that natural wonder there. Well, I was thinking, I mean, I just, I mean, maybe I'm just thinking about just based purely on size. No, if you're thinking population, that might be true. I don't know the size difference. It's true. Yeah. Buffalo doesn't ever feel like a big city to me, even though I like it's the only city I've ever went to until I was much older. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the, well, it's it's probably the second biggest city in New York, I'm assuming. Pretty sure it's New York City and then Buffalo. I know, I know it's up there, but I don't know. I, mean, I will Google it because I want to know now. Buffalo, York, population. Wow. Population me. As of twenty twenty one, they have two hundred seventy six thousand eight hundred seven um, people. Oh wow. That's much smaller than I thought. Now let's look it at Albany. It's a little smaller. Oh wow! Yeah, they're not over a million. Um, they are bigger than Albany. Albany's population is ninety-eight thousand six hundred seventeen. I mean, I don't mean to brag, but uh, we're kind of a big deal. I just—I don't know if this is true, but I just heard um, William Regal's podcast. Um, he was talking about how the like. The city he grew up is now officially a city because they're over a million. Oh, and neither that neither those cities in New York are over a million. But yeah, New York City is a little bit bigger at eight point four six eight million. That's a little bigger. Just just a tiny, just a tad, just, just a tittle. Hey, look, it's Miss Elizabeth. How long has she been there? Oh, well, who knows. Oh, God. Yep, yep, yep. She's always known for her promos. I'm glad they're giving her a mic. Yep. Eric, I love you in an unrational way that probably goes uh-huh. too far. But why the fuck are there so many talking on your go home before your pay-per-view? Like, just uh, in all the promos, you could have given us like two more matches at least. I don't know, man. That sounds like a lot. I mean, I feel like we're we're close to the end. I think we pretty much only have the main event left at this point. 
Yeah. See, he said he loved me. He, he said he loved me. He also uh, said she loved me. I don't care. <laughs> that counts. Eric Bischoff said he loves me, and my life is complete now. Uh, Why the fuck did you get little Lee Marshall and bring in Mike Tanay? Yeah, what? What the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck asked for that? <laughs> I know I sure as shit didn't. We all we want, want Lee. We want Lee. We want Lee. That is actually one of the cool things about um, Nitro at this time period is that every time the Nitro starts, it starts with Larry Sabisco and the crowd chants Larry till he gets up and like bows to them um, in the opening shot. I just find it like, when has that ever fucking happened? That you've seen like an announcer get cheered like that. Although most announcers aren't egomaniacs like one Larry Sabisco. So, so they probably wouldn't acknowledge if it, if it did happen. But also, he's Larry Sabisco, so he's allowed to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, there's a luxury box? Oh, yeah, no, there was a luxury box on Monday. Yep, there was. I want to make something clear because I just realized... I know we shit on the main events um, a lot, WCW, and rightfully Absolutely. so. But I want to point out, at least for me, what I really want to make clear is that I'm not shitting on the fact that these guys are still in the main events necessarily. It's the fact that they're still fighting each other 10 years later and not like fucking Savage fighting like Jericho or you know any of the new talents that is coming up. It's always Piper and Savage and Hogan fighting each other instead of putting over the new guys that are going to be like in less than a, not even a decade, like less than five years are going to be world champions. Yeah. So I just want to point that out. Cause uh, that, that, that's the issue. I mean, say whatever you got to say, but you're telling me you don't want to watch an Eddie Guerrero versus Randy Savage match. Nope. You're wrong. You're just, you're wrong. Rather watch Eddie Guerrero versus Bret Hart. Fine. But still want to see Savage fight him too. I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting. <laughs> I don't know, yes, man. But... I think it's just because none of these guys did it for me in the nine in like at this time period. Yeah, you are slightly younger, so like Bret Hart was your childhood champion, as we've established. Yeah, and like I grew up at the very WCW ruined him. Yes, yes, they did, but (laughs) but I grew up at the tail end of Hulkamania, so I have a soft spot for Hogan and Piper and Savage. As I've gotten older, I've just become more and more of a Savage fan because fuck Hulk Hogan (laughs) and how everyone knows fuck Hulk Hogan. Oh. Else, doesn't seem fair that both of them are dead and Hogan's still just hoganing around. Right. Uh, we're all laughing. Uh, 
<laughs> we're having the best of times. We're best friends, right, guys? We're uh, gonna we're be all, friends. For- we're all best friends. We're all best friends forever. I can't get over that super group of Red Heart, Benoit, Jericho, and uh, Lance Storm. Now that's a team can. You can get over it because it never happened. I don't know. I'm pretty good at obsessing about stuff that never happened. You know what? That's fair. That checks out. Actually, <laughs> oh, I don't think how, I don't think you understand just how uh, just how far I can make this go. Yeah. I'm still obsessed with Cactus Jack versus Darby Allen, so fuck you. And we all know that's never going to happen, so. Apparently, I don't know the context of this, but apparently Mick Foley was just at a uh, indie show, and, and he got on the mic and said, fuck Matt Cardona. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you uh, listen to Foley's podcast, it's actually a big deal for him to use the F word, but I just, I don't know the context more than I love the fact that he said, fuck Matt Cardona. I mean, checks out. I mean, he's not wrong to say it. I'm just, it was fun that it happened. Many years ago, of course, gone into the 90s, we've got the rise of Goldberg. Okay, without the glasses, I see Brutus. Ah, yes. Giant and the Disciple. Yep. I mean, it's actually the perfect character. It's literally just the real life of Brutus the Bar Beefcake being the number one fan of Hulk Hogan because that's what yeah. the Disciple is. <laughs> you know what? That's fair, actually, yeah. It's the most real he ever was. Yeah. Woo! I did not make a sign. Um, so anybody that's looking for me in the uh, crowd chats, which, as you can tell, by the way, they've shown the crowd, but it's just literally like the 15 people around the ringside. Um, yeah, don't look for a sign because I did not have one. Also, yeah, no, no, uh, unless Kevin Nash shows up at the end of this. No Kevin Nash. I do have a memory of Kevin Nash, but I might be confusing it with something else that I'd like saw on TV. Probably. Oh my God. It's the dream team. We all wanted Lex Luger and macho man, Randy Savage. Oh, I know I wanted it. Yep. Boy, am I excited for this. I'm so glad we're finally past all that Dean Malenko, Chris yeah. Jericho. Like, let, let's get to what we all came for. This really gets the dick card. Also, I just realized this match makes no sense. Kind of. Oh, how I do mean, you figure? 
Well, it's the disciple and the giant, right? They're yeah. they're the, going to be the tag team, but Sting's not involved in this at all, and he's yeah. the other part of that match. Right. And, and Lex Luger might be Sting's opponent, but he's not a partner. Yep. <laughs> You're Sting's getting it. <laughs> You're figuring it out. And of course, Savage is not involved in any of this stuff about the tag team titles. Keep it going, okay? So really, you're really catching on here. There's no point to this match at all. Oh, I think we've come across something there, sir. Oh, oh. <laughs> what? Bret Hart was in the limo. God, dang it! Who'd have thought they were only hanging out the entire fucking time? Oh, I think there's been a disqualification. So good thing nobody cleanly lost. Yeah. Oh, there he is. He was there. He just didn't come out at an actual entrance. Maybe it was... I'm not saying that this happened, but maybe he was a part of a dark match. Oh, maybe. Oh, Giant, throw me down on this hood. and Giant, you might want to take it easy. He can get you fired. <laughs> Giant might be still a little pissed from like six months ago when... Uh, Kevin put him in a powerbomb and almost dropped him on his head. Hmm. When I say almost, I mean he dropped him on his fucking head. <laughs> when I say almost, I mean he did it. Yeah, to the point where he called himself the giant killer afterwards. Come on, Randy. No. Oh, this the, the pay-per-view. So, yeah, there's our lead into the pay-per-view. What? Also, you mean it didn't finish with just like a clean, like... <laughs> Finished match? I think technically Luger might have won the match on the Disciple when we weren't watching. We were watching the limousine. So, but I don't know that for sure. So there we go. Um, <laughs> so I enjoyed watching that. Um, I didn't, it didn't do what I was thinking it might, which is why I avoided watching it before. Um, like on mock memories. Like I still basically have the same memories of that show that I had before. Um, but yeah, no, that was fun. At some point, we will cro- we will cover the Great American Bash 1998, yeah. and whatever he was doing at the same time. Sure. Probably depends on how quickly we get to pay per views, honestly. Um, anyway, that let me was see. a thing. I think it wasn't bad. So let's see. No, it wasn't. It's just, just, just <laughs> typical. It's just typical WCW, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's at the better point of their on-screen stuff, so at least it's not as like horribly boring as the other stuff. Right. But okay, let's do the stuff. So on Thursday, let's we'll and the next episode of The Good Place called The Eternal Streak. This one basically boils down to when, if ever, is it okay to lie? And we got into a big discussion about that. Uh, Monday was Voyager. Uh, which is the episode where we meet the caretaker's mate. Uh, next week is the second of a two-parter on Deep Space Nine, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, so far that's about all I've got for sure. Um, yeah, noise, follow noise, us, noise. Follow us, uh, like I've been saying, not doing Twitter anymore. It's still there, but I don't care. Follow us on TikTok at Last Gilchrist. Um, write us at Chaos Pod Show if any questions, concerns, comments, or whatever at gmail.com and um thanks derek bowman for the theme song did you want to add anything before we go over Please. <laughs>
Please, you guys. Please, please don't go. Hey guys, you guys, please. All right, please. well. Hey guys, please talk to us, okay? Everybody have please. a good night, and we'll see you next week. You see.